Hello, hello, hello. Thank you for tuning in to Conversation and Clarity with me and Monique. This is me, Monique. And I want to thank you for tuning in and listening to the sound of my voice and hearing things from my perspective. And I hope by the end of this show that you enjoy the conversation and you gained a little clarity at the end. So this is episode four in the series titled Family Ties. Now, last week I brought you the matriarch and the week before that I brought you the black sheep. So tonight I'm going to introduce the topic of the siblings. And I want you to understand that I want to keep your attention in this series because it's important that I introduce each character before I go in depth onto a full podcast. So each episode in the series, each Tuesday until I release the final installment, which will be the week after next. I want you to understand after today will be the sibling, then the next Tuesday it'll be father, and then it'll be the final conclusion, which is family ties. And that's going to be the title of the whole podcast that'll be grouped together with every character that I talked about leading up to that one particular final podcast. So I wanted to talk to you about siblings, okay? And the meaning of that. Now, the siblings are each of two or more of offspring having one or more parents, both in common. So a brother or sister, even if they have half sister, half brother. But I think it's important to introduce the siblings because we want to know about that particular part of the piece of the family ties. Some sisters and brothers are very close. Some are twins. Some are very connected spiritually and deep. And some are estranged. And a lot of that plays a part in, I believe, the family ties. And everyone has something to do with that interaction, that relationship. The mother and the father, if they were brought up together, if they were close, or if they were separated. And some may have been brought up in the same household and still feel no connection. I'm going to talk about that on the final installment of how that can be and how it can feel and what it can look like and how the relationship with your siblings can set the tone for how you interact with relationships overall in your everyday life. Listen, the purpose of this topic and this series is to let you know that the family dynamic has 90% to do with how you see yourself in the world, how you show up in the world, and how you identify yourself in the world. Because that interaction is pretty much the first interaction that you have before you create friendships, before you create colleagues and working relationships, and before you even have children of your own. Your home upbringing and your relationship with your family sets the tone for mostly every experience in your life. How you see things and how you accept things, how you even deal with people or situations and circumstances. So I thought it was would be important to talk about the family ties, but not just bombard you with all these different meanings and different scenarios, but really tell you a little bit about each character, their role and their meaning, and then get you all to think about 
how you grew up, what your family dynamic is, and how it plays a role in your life today. You get it? I think I'm cold with that. That is awesome because listen, that is going to be the catalyst that is going to help you to identify if you are relating in a healthy way or negative way, if you're relating in a attached way or a detached way. And I'm going to also enlighten you to make changes or take proper precautions if it's on either side of the coin. Because at the end of the day, family is all we have and family is important. And even if you can't make amends with your family members, your children and your children's children would want to have a healthier example when it comes to family ties. So the key to all of this is to break the cycles, break cycles and change the narratives. And that's the purpose of this series. So I want to talk a little bit about sibling, sibling rivalry. That's when each child is competing to define who they are as an individual. And as they discover who they are, they try to find their own talents, activities, and interests. They want to show that they're separate from their siblings. And have you ever seen a family member where they have favoritism or the mom or dad favors one or the other? And can you imagine what that does to the self-esteem of both children? So that type of environment can really play a role in how people decide to grow up if they're going to grow up with anger and hatred in their heart or if they're going to feel like they're missing out on something and it even if they were subjected to that type of competition and fading against each other they use that same type of energy in other relationships it's deep i mean i'm not gonna lie some people family members did numbers on their children and If you don't have an understanding of, listen, this is not something that I want to be a part of, or this is, especially if it's unhealthy, this is not something that I want to continue to carry on throughout my life, or if I'm still angry or bitter from some of the things that I've experienced, or if I don't have trust issues, or if I have attachment issues or detachment issues, how did the family dynamics play a role in the way we see family. It means a lot, right? I think that I kind of detached myself from a lot of my family. And over the years, it was like a situation where you kept getting burned, you kept getting burned, or you can realize who's who in the family. You see the black sheep, the matriarchs, the, the mother and father, if even if they're together or not. Um, and it could play a huge role in how you communicate with your family. And one thing I've learned this, I've gotten older is that I'm not particularly fond of the dynamics that I grew up under. Um, I grew up in a family where it was kind of close knit, but at the end of the day, addiction and separation and competition kind of put root in my family tree. Um, Instead of my grandparents nipping it in the bud or really 
instilling that closeness or just basically like saying that that's not, it's frowned upon and don't do it. A lot of the family ties and the bond was broken. And then you have some of the men in my family who feel that favoritism was done. And so they have anger and um, a lot of two-facedness back, you know, talk backing, talking behind each other's backs and things like that. And my mom was the, she only had two children and she was considered a black sheep, even though, you know, she had her way and did her things and, you know, her addiction or whatever, but they didn't treat her good. And then if they did treat her good, it was basically what she could do for them because my mom was, you know, she was a kind of a go-getter. She kind of, you know, took care of her business. She liked to, she lived her life, you know, she did things on her own terms. And then for me being her daughter, I got told a lot that I was just like her and I got treated the way that she got treated even down to this day. And even though some of my mannerisms and characteristics may be similar to my mom, um, she still wasn't a bad person. And I, I personally feel like I don't have to compete for love from my family, but my family, certain people in my family make me feel as if I do, or if I have to be this particular way to get their approval or to get their love. And it's wrong, you know? So I distance myself, just like my mom distanced herself. And um, I wanna be sure that it's not an idea that was pressed upon me by my mother's situation and her, her experience? Or is it really truth to what my mother felt, right? And if you decipher between the two, because history repeats itself, it could be very well real that that's what, what, what happened. And me standing firm on my boundaries and not letting anybody make me feel unhappy or trigger me in my insecurities, I think the best thing to do is to stay away. Because it's it's the saying that says, you know, blood makes us family. But, you know, it takes a lot more to to have that title. And I'm I'm all about genuine connections. And I want people in my life that mean me well and that wish me well and that believe in me and encourage me. And sometimes you might not get that from your family. On the flip side, I've had close bonds with people in my family. And then I understand that those were just seasons, right? Um, A season of friendship and love. And then as you grow, you grow apart. Does that matter that you're family or not? Or are we obligated to be close to our family and our siblings because we share the same blood? Let me know what you guys think about it. I'm going to talk about it more on the final installment, which will be two weeks from today. We're going to wrap it up and I'm going to be talking about all of the characters that I introduced you to in the family dynamic, but it's going to be more streamlined and flow and it's going to give you some scenarios and some examples of the positives, the pros and cons, the opposites. And like I said, we're going to have clarity at the end. And uh...